Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is Peachtree Football. Now, your host, Dylan Matthews and Bo Morgan. Really, this is my initial reaction to this, Bo, is... This is a very, very manageable schedule. Like, there's really no gauntlet that the Falcons have to go through at any point in this season. I mean, there's, like, you have maybe a one or two tough game stretch, one or two games. The most row games we have in a row is two. So, I mean, there's the initial thought to this schedule, Bo, is very manageable, and there's no really daunting spot in the schedule. Like, oh, man, I, I... yeah, it's going to be tough if we can just get through this part right here and, you know, be 500. We're good. There's no really part in that schedule to me. What do you think? Yeah, I think it's an interesting observation. Uh, I would say that I'm not a big fan of going to D- Detroit yeah. on the 24th and then turning around and at some point during that week, possibly Wednesday, leaving for um, London. I- I'm not a big fan of that because – those are two road trips in a row that are, I don't want to say long because Detroit's not as long as you really think, but they're longer. They're two of the longer road trips right. um, because honestly, as far as Detroit is as far north as you're going to go. And then you're going to turn around and you'll go at, at one point as far as Arizona West. And, and the only thing I would say about that is that bothers me because then you're going to come home and kind of play what could be a trap game against Houston. Mm. But I, I think that it lines up well where you could start the season, you know, five and twos, uh, six and one, something like that, depending on how you play. Uh, it, it also, I I always hold a little bit of caution with manageable schedules in May because there's so much turnover in the NFL that, you know, it looks it looks pristine now. Just like the Falcons' schedule looked hard this time last year to start, and then I think that it was actually a little bit easier to start than people realize because you caught some teams at the right times, like how you caught you know Cleveland and how you caught San Francisco. But the one thing to me that stands out is you don't have your bye week till week 11, which is mid-November, which is honestly pretty perfect, really. Maybe it could come a couple of weeks earlier, but it's not really that big of a deal um, other than the fact that you'll have your three, three of your four longest road trips, I should say, all in that stretch. And then the other two, uh, the other two longest will come with New York and Chicago. So yeah, I think it's pretty manageable. Uh, I agree with what you're, you're, for the most part, I agree with you. I just think it's a little bit daunting having go, go to Detroit and then turn around and play Jacksonville in London the next week. And by the way, those are two teams I expect to either be in or compete for playoff spots. So that could be a tough stretch. And, if you know, 
possibly kind of you could be looking at two and two there after that stretch could be uh, unfortunately so yeah I, I kind of agree but that's the one that would stand out to me before history is written it's played before it's frozen in time it's fought one shift at a time before it's etched in silver it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. I'm willing to say that that stretch that you're talking about, uh, week three going to Detroit, and then week four obviously going to London to take on the Jaguars, I think that, honestly, you could call that the toughest stretch of the season. And I'm with you. You know, you never know what these teams are going to be, especially right now. Like like you said, there, there are teams right now that you think, oh, the, this could be a little bit of a, a easier game to win, more of a winnable game, and it ends up being a tougher game and vice versa. So I understand it from, um, from that aspect. For me, what I like most about this schedule, though, is that, you know, it, it's a good balance. It feels very balanced to me. You get two games on at home to start out. Then, you know, obviously, we just like we talked about, you go to Detroit, then you go to London. There's other parts in the schedule where you get a home game, road game, home game, road game. And then you maybe get two at home, two on the road. So it just feels very balanced to me throughout the, throughout the schedule. And that's the part I like about it the most. I want to transition now to week one because you talked about catching a team at the right time. Last year, we caught some teams at the right time last year. And I think we should be able to catch – the Carolina Panthers at the right time this year. And uh, you guys talked about on the morning shift uh, this morning. We know Scott Fitterer has said, Bryce, I mean, not Andy Dalton is the guy right now, blah, 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 blah. But I think we all understand that Bryce Young, 99.9% chance is going to be the starter week one. And that is, if that is the case, that's going to be his first ever regular season start. The Falcons are going to be at home. So I think you have a really, really good chance to get at least started on the right foot and get 1-0. Just looking way, way ahead, obviously, we're in May and the first game is not till September. So looking way, way ahead, the first game does seem pretty favorable to the Falcons right now. Yeah, it does. Right now on paper, it looks great. Um, again, that's all based off last season. You know, you talked about the way it's the first year I ever traveled with the Falcons. It was probably the greatest schedule set up in the history of schedules. It was 2012. <laughs> the Falcons went to the NFC title game, but it was away, home, away, home, away, home, away, home. And literally every other game, you were either wow. away or you were home. Like it, it went, it was like that for order. the whole season. Yeah, yeah, you can go look it up. It was, I, wow. I kid you not. Um, and and you look at that, and you have two at home, one away, uh, two away, then two at home, two away, home, away, home, away, home, away, uh, home, away, away. So you have, you have in some yep. ways, you, there is a little bit of a pattern that this thing forms. Yeah. But the, this – Look, we knew we knew who the opponents were. All right, we already knew that before right. last night, eight o'clock. Right. Now that we know when we play them, 
I want to build your point about talking about playing Carolina at the right time. That's that's great. Now you might play them at the wrong time the second time in Carolina that's because true. you'll be you'll be in Carolina. The weather it's an outdoor stadium. You don't know where the weather's going to be. The one thing I'll say though is I think the Falcons could have gotten some bad news with a couple of games that are away. New York in December. Ooh, who it's going to be chilling. Um, Carolina in the middle of December again. Dude, I've I have done games in December in Carolina and it's been fine. And I've done games been a little bit chilly. I've done remember last year we played there in November and it was a nothing but uh it was wasn't overly cold but it was very rainy. Um, yeah. the Chicago game really really like uh, man I, I'm I Ain't like no telling what that weather gonna be like at Soldier Field. Well, it can't be any worse than it was in Baltimore last year when it was like, uh, what was it? Uh, it was it, the wind was ridiculous. It ended up being like seven degrees. One yeah. of the one of the colder games that I've ever worked. And then we played snow in Buffalo last year too. Was that last year? Or year before? That was twenty one. One, yeah. Um, and I would say the coldest game I ever did was Lambo in probably thirteen. And then the second coldest was probably that Ravens game last year, but Chicago, I've you know, there's some there's some stories about Chicago and how cold that that it has been, and that's not a great, not a great radio booth either. You're pretty much in the crowd. I'm um, about to say, are you are you Wes and you Wes and Dave gonna have the windows open for that one? We well, we had it open in Baltimore. <laughs> that's the tradition. We are always open. Man, but then I want to jump ahead. Uh, well, not really jump ahead, but you got. I said you had Chicago. That New Orleans game, uh, in January, it's the final game of the year. It could be a flex. Mm-hmm. It could be the sixth or the seventh, just depending. Man, that game could end up. That could be a Sunday night game because you yeah. don't know. You don't know what really is going to come of that because that could be for the division. Um, yeah. So there, there are there are some things to think about where you say, well, it's you know, getting teams when you get them, and it's going to be interesting. Uh, I, I think you're getting Green Bay at the right time because Jordan Love's still going to be a little bit green. Right. Jacksonville started slow last year. Maybe you're getting them at a good time. So there, there. C.J. Stroud will be in here early. Uh, what the fifth, sixth game of the, uh, yeah, the fifth game of the year. So you could catch them at the right time, maybe before he turns turns it on. You know, you never know how rookies are going to start. So, yeah, I think there, I think there's some truth to that. You caught a few. You might have caught a few of these teams at what would look on paper as favorable timing. But again, you, like you, we talked about, you just never know. And I, I want to bring up something uh, real quick before we move on to uh, the Bijan Robinson contract, and that is a shout out to our, our new producer uh, James. He just gave us this. The Falcons with the second-ranked easiest strength of schedule thus far. And we've talked about this before where that can be very misleading. It can be misleading because of what we just talked about moments ago where, okay, you think – perfect example, C.J. Stroud. Week five, we don't know what he's going to be. He could be tearing the league up or he could be off to a slow start. You just don't know. So right now that game may look a little more favorable to the Falcons because, you know, we all think Ricky quarterback might take them, might take him a little bit to, to get adjusted. He might throw you the ball a couple of times, but he could be at a point where CJ Stroud could very well. And we hope this doesn't happen, but 
just for the sake of uh, discussion, could be a point where he throws five touchdowns against us and he's tearing the league up, taking the league by storm. So when you see that the Falcons have the second easy, second ranked easiest strength of schedule thus far, that can be very misleading. And I feel like a lot of people might try to take that and run with it and they shouldn't. Well, that's what happens. I mean, that's just part of it. People are always going to run with that. People are always going to use those things. The only thing that I would say is that, you know, that that should go out the window once you get a few games into the season. And I right. do not want a narrative in May to be used against the Falcons in, in December and January, depending on how things right. go, whether injuries come apart, come about, excuse me, um, whatever. Uh, that's the biggest thing is when people use narratives to define what a season is successful or not. So, yeah, it's all – that, but that's what we do. I mean, that's what I was, I was telling somebody this other day. This, this is what we do. This, the speculation is what we do. Right. It's our thing. Um, it's our business. And it's the offseason. You know, you got to speculate in the offseason. So the offseason is all about speculation, rumors, innuendo. That's what it's all about, right? Well, yeah. What else are you going to talk about? I mean, you know, it, we exactly. talked to we, that, that's the same thing that, um, that this is what happens like with a draft, right? You, you hear about who Mel Kuyper and Todd McShay's favorite players are, or maybe your favorite college player from your favorite, or your a college player from your favorite team, whatever. And so you build it up that that's the person that you want, or this draft will be good if they take, you know, these guys and they got Mel Kuyper's second and 31st overall players or some some crap like that. And then that's how we define success. That's what kills me is when guys say, well, Mel Kuyper gave our draft like a C plus. <laughs> right. Yeah, based on what Mel Kuyper thought we would do and what based on his his rankings. That's not real. That's not what these teams have. So it's all different. That would be the same thing where you'll see some if, if this team is struggling in end of November, early December, that somebody's going to call in or tech tweet us and say, yeah, the Falcons suck. Look at there. They can't even win. They, they had the second easiest schedule and they couldn't even win. And it's like, yeah. And they've played, they've played 14. They say they're six and eight on the right. They've played 14 games and 12 of them are against winning teams. I mean, exactly. Dude, stop, you know? So that, that's just like you said, it's, it, this is what we do. Um, it's in May. I just don't like it when narratives get created um, where it's positive. It's all it's all or nothing based on stuff like that, based on, a you know, that that ranking or or who who this guy had in his, you know, his big board or whatever. 